Welcome to the October 2019 Hopcast Half Pint. I'm Adam, and today we've not got a James, we've got a... Laura! Hey, Laura's hey. here. We've actually got a third person as well, um, a friend of mine called Dougal. I'd say hello, Dougal. Hiya, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, so Doug- <laughs> Dougal's um, getting, into, getting into sort of podcasting and thought he would come and see how the, the professionals do it, mm. um, and probably just, uh, you know... Thing is, nobody can see your uh, air quotation marks on the, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. We're though. looking pretty pro today. We've used proper little table microphone arms and everything. Yeah. So yeah. And I've already commented on my excitement at having my purple cable back, which was cruelly taken away from me at the yeah. uh, last full recording. Yeah. I think it's the fourth time in a row, or maybe third time, that it's been upstairs at the Rutland again. So it's becoming, it's becoming the home, then the yeah. new home of the half pint. The other thing I mentioned is Dougal has been mentioned on the podcast maybe twice. Because it's got an extraordinary good name, Dougal McKenzie. But also, he came up with the idea for the name of the Hopcast Half Point. So, yeah. there you go. So, it's all linked. It's, all so it's linked. about time you made a bit of an appearance, Dougal. Yeah. There you go. So, um, usual format, a couple of beers, a bit of chat, see what's happening, see what we've been up to. Should we should we crack a beer? Should we start I with? I think we should. So, first beer, I've gone for a beer that we've, again, never, never, never had any of the Hopcast episodes, I don't think. Um, I don't think I've ever even had it in this format. It's a Red Willow Brewery, um, effortless New Zealand pale ale, three point seven percent. I have definitely not had a four forty mil can. No, I think these are the. I think these are. I might have had fresh. Yeah, I might have had a Red Willow three thirty in the past, but, but yeah, I, took, I got it from Sean of the day, and I was, and he was saying that they're not doing it in this form, and I'm thinking I can't even remember drinking any bottles of it in the past. Really, it is a beer. We, it is a beer we do see quite a brewery. We do see quite yeah. a bit of. I'm a big fan of Red Willow, though, um, when I was first getting in, they've been kind of one of my favourite breweries since I was first getting into beer, really. Um, a head brewer, Toby, uh, one of the first ever meet the brewers that I went to at Brewdog a few years ago. Um, yeah, really nice guy, makes some cracking beers that tend to be exactly what they uh, purport to be. It smells good. There you go. So what's your kind of style choice, Dougal, if you go, if you're um... I am a big IPA person. Um, I essentially, I think, had the same introduction to craft beer as many young people after university, which is you spend all your undergraduate education drinking Budweiser and Fosters, and then you, you graduate. And uh, luckily, uh, I joined at the same company that Adam was working at, and he kind of took me under his wing along with the rest of the bearded craft beer drinkers at the office and uh, my eyes were opened like a, like a kid in a candy shop so I do re- I do really have a fondness for IPAs they were kind of the first thing I got into that's quite it's quite like it's got a nice aroma that yeah. it's really like there's a lot of hop character coming there for out a three of that. Point. yeah it's delicious well, I picked this one because I've not. Se- I don't think I'd seen this one, which is like the New Zealand hop. I don't know if they yeah. do effortless as a regular version or not. I always get a little bit confused with their naming things. It's a bit. So they're all something less. less yeah, yeah. Re- reckless. Have you come across any Red Willow? Because you're from. You, they've got. No, I know they are home, hometown heroes. From well, they've got yeah. a, they've got a tap room there, aren't they? But that's yeah. from Macclesfield, aren't they? But they've got. I think so. Yeah. A tap room in uh, in Buxton. So yeah. Maybe next time you're home, give him a give I was going to say it's yeah. a double whammy because I, I live outside of Buxton and I was born in Macclesfield. All right, so there you go. We're, we're destined to drink <laughs> together. Yeah, the tap room in Buxton's fab. I've only been to the Macclesfield one once quite a few years ago now, but the uh, Buxton one, I don't think it's been open for that long, maybe like just over a year. 
Yeah, um, you don't hear very much about it, but I know you spoke about it a couple of times. It's so. brilliant. I think I might even prefer it to the Buxton Tap. There you go. If I can make such a bold claim. <laughs> Have you been to the Buxton Tap? I haven't, no. What is he doing, this guy? <laughs> yeah. We need a day trip. We do need a day Next trip. Next away day. The problem with going to Buxton from here is that you can't go direct, can you? You have to do a bit of a... You can. can you? you can get a bus, oh, but... Buses, buses. Um, you can't have a wee on a bus, can you? You can't, and I think the last bus leaves Buxton at something like 20 to 4. So you can't have much of a full day out. You can go and have a few hours out. Yeah. Similar situation of going to Thornbridge, isn't it, or something? Yeah. Where there's no train, train station, so you've got a long, winding bus while you're needing toilet. Right. <laughs> have we got any news, Laura? What have you been up to there? Well, tell us what you've been up to the last few weeks. I know you've been, you've been a bit of a big trip, haven't you? I have, yeah, which I will uh, come back to we'll come with back my to choice that. of okay, beer. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, fantastic trip um, out to California, which oh, is nice. in the news at the minute. It's uh, really, really breaking my heart, actually, the wildfires that yeah. are happening in California. The, I think we worked out one of the hotels that we stayed at in Santa Rosa would now be on evacuation. Oh, wow. Um, oh. So it's absolutely horrible. Um but really kind of spirited town and uh, they've been through it before unfortunately but have every faith that they'll keep things going and come through it out the other side cool. but, um, so we'll come back to that so yeah. what else have we been up to uh, beer festival we did a podcast there yeah we got to chat to to roger Prots, to roger who was nice. lovely i was back there on the saturday as well with my uh, wi um we had a cake stall down at the festival um raised Nearly three hundred pound in a yeah, day well on done. cake, yeah. so that was pretty good. Excellent. Um, I've done some brewing actually as well. Oh, you have. Wow. Yeah, on I'll behalf of like... Seven Hills Women's okay. Institute, um, I've been at Lost Industry. Oh, all right. We've been making a cherry barley wine, oh. which is going to be released in I think about three months' time. It's going into barrel for a bit. Is that one is similar to they did before when they got lots of different brew, um, women from different breweries and stuff? Is that that's no, a, no, it's just thing? just people from uh, just from, from yeah. my WI group. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, we made one a few weeks ago actually with Neepsend as well, which is out now. So I've got lots of WI based beer news. There you go, <laughs> <laughs> which is nice. Well, we can't really talk about WI because we're, we're we're males. Can't yeah, we? banned. We're banned from it. <laughs> Sexist. You can drink the beer then. Yeah, uh, Indie Man as well. Since last recorded, you didn't go to Indie Man this year, did you? No, it would clash with uh, my trip. Yeah. So it was. I was kind of uh, struggling to be too sad at missing out because I was yeah. in California, but it did look amazing. <laughs> my first time um, for the venue were just remarkable, brilliant, perfect for that kind of thing. Just You've not been before. I've never been before. No, Sorry, that was squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't know if you've ever been to Victoria Baths in Manchester, but it's incredible. Yeah, like, there's it's three beautiful three venue. main like kind of pools, and then at the end one's like. Like in the dark I swear every time I've been I've found like a set of stairs that go down to a room I've never been in before yeah. or I've ended up going down a corridor and appearing with another bar and like I had no idea how I got there and <laughs> it took me like three times before I even found that fish mosaic that everybody likes to have their photo taken right oh yeah I know which one you mean I, I just, saw some pictures of that actually. yeah yeah, but just, it's, yeah it's a fantastic venue yeah I, I mean the only kind of thing I would say there was I know there was kind of a few hype beers and the pricing was a bit kind of um, talked about being quite expensive and stuff, but I did find myself wandering around, not really getting drawn to many beers. I don't know if that, I don't know why. I don't know what it was. But I just I felt I'd, I was literally aimlessly wandering around, going, um, no. There's almost too much choice. Yeah, maybe I think that sometimes, isn't it? there? And it's a bit 
overwhelming and you either yeah. want to drink it all or you want whatever you choose to be worthy of you choosing it yeah and it does make it hard i think yeah well i think we'll definitely go back next year so i think you'll be probably back on that way back here yeah, back on oh, it next way. year i'd have thought yeah. so unless i decide to swan off again <laughs> we got any local news anything that we need to be kind um, of knowing about i think there's a few new bars opening up I, i'm not sure exactly when yeah um but there's one in the old Steel City Cakes building yep. on Abidel Road down near the Broadfields, uh, Two Thirds Beer Co. I think we saw their banners and things We'd, up at the beer festival. Yes. They've definitely put a, they've put a lot of effort into yeah, you know, got, got letting nice, people know that they're coming Yeah, they've soon. got a nice little sharp little logo thing, haven't they, going off? It's yeah. quite clever, very mm-hmm. sort of stylized. But I don't know what that means, they're only selling Two Thirds. I don't think... It, I've read an interview with them and I, I don't think it does. Um... Seems a bit weird otherwise. Yeah, I think they <laughs> will serve beer by the pint as well. I don't know if that's like the recommended measure. I think they were kind of, one of the interviews that I've read, they were talking about how sometimes you can be put off by a beer that's priced at a pint if it's an expensive beer. I think that they've said that they're yeah. hoping to bring beers that you don't see very often in Sheffield so that potentially would be <clears> a bit more expensive, but offering them mm. at kind of that slightly smaller measure, but appears more reasonably yeah. priced i suppose yeah. um but i think they're going to have quite a bit of beer on so definitely nice one to yeah i never to went area. in that place so i can't really I've, i know exactly where it is it's near the old hop hide it it but um, yeah i can't get a sense of how big that place is really um whether it's just quite shallow but sort of big fronted yeah. sort of almost isn't it? it's, it's a quite big front i uh, i live nearby so this is great yeah. news for me uh, <laughs> did you yeah. know about it I uh, know I didn't actually. Uh, so this is, but I had noticed Steel City Cakes had been shut for a while. So yeah, no, this is this is good news. It is quite a big shop floor. I think they can do a lot with that. Yeah, should be interesting. Yeah. Does anybody know who's involved in that? Is it a... no? Not off the top of my head. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, um, I think it's people who've um, come from sort of. I don't think they're completely new to the to the scene. I think it's people yeah. that are quite familiar with um with sheffield and uh and it's beer so this abidel road is just getting so much better over the past year yeah really has yeah um even with hot pied out moving away which was a bit which mm. was a shame but mm. they're not too far away um so still enjoy wandering to go to them but the barrow boy is nice for a drink i really like dead donkey up there. Yeah. Nice. yeah turners yeah good, good little uh yeah, you're drinking that, refill. Yeah. yeah and broadfield obviously and, um, yeah good old favourite for many of you us. pop into yours for a, into a, a brewery pick up some cans. Yeah. There you go. If you order <laughs> online in advance. <laughs> um, um, and there's another new opening that I'm really excited about oh, as well, um, which I think I'm allowed to say. It was on Facebook today, so I think it's fine. Um, headed up by Matt, who's been at Brewdog Sheffield for right. quite a number of years, uh, is taking over the Milona's Arms oh, at Kalamila Museum that has been refitted out as a you know a, a genuine go-for-a-beer type pub. So I don't quite know how it'll work in terms of opening hours yeah. and how Access much it'll be like linked to the museum or anything, but I know he's really, really excited about it and I think it's such an... We said when we've been... Well, you weren't there, were you, Adam? Yeah. But when we were sat there recording the the uh, Hopcast last year it's such a nice yeah, little space yeah. and it's it it was a shame that 
you couldn't really make more use of it apart from really around the festival and events yeah, and things. Yeah, like functions so, or something, yeah. Yeah, so I think that'll be great. I didn't actually go in when we were at the festival this year. And it is kind of a testament to the festival almost that it's that big and there's that much going off that there's places, there's bits yeah. of it you just don't It's still kind of up. tucked away, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that'll be uh, one to watch, definitely. Yeah. Um, I did see some of the news about Emmanuel's um, rising once more, resurrecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, I know Nick, Nick Laurel, you might know from... Well, he's been on he's been on the podcast for when he used to work at Sheffield Brewery Company. And if you like to be a podcast, uh, hop forward podcast, you can go check that out. He does that. Um, actually, meeting him tonight. Oh. So yeah, but um, yeah, he's um, bringing Emmanuel's back, uh, and they're I think they're kind of officially launching that at the Industry Tap on the first of December. So it'll be beers and carols. He's going to get his guitar out because he's a musician as well. So uh, it um, sounds so wholesome and so nice. Yeah. Hopes and Beers, yeah. it was called. So um, I think that's from five o'clock. Um, and I think kids are welcome until about nine o'clock as well. So um, it might be quite cool to uh, yeah. have some beers. I'm so he's, happy he's, for him as well. I really like Nick. He's a lovely guy. And uh, I know he was sad to have to yeah. kind of lay Emmanuel's aside for a while. So it's great news that he's um, back up and running. Yeah, he was actually on, the, on Radio Sheffield this on Sunday morning. Um, um yeah, because I listened to that on the beach because I've just got back from Spain oh. this morning. <laughs> I sent him a I sent him a picture of my legs and he's like, I don't want to see your hairy legs on the beach. And I'm like, yeah, fair enough. So I'll do that. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I'm going to go down to that definitely, I think. Um, get into that Christmassy spirit. I mean, yeah. it's all about Christmas, but we are literally like, we're a month away to just, to just that's a month yeah. away to that. Well, we realised today um, at work that it's Tuesday the 29th as we're recording. It's exactly eight weeks till Christmas Eve. Which is not that many weeks. There you go. Well, I'm I'm quite sad actually. I'm going to miss the hopes and beers because I'm away that weekend at a Thanksgiving party. Right. Which I'm really really excited about. Okay. Uh, but it is a shame that I'll uh, any, miss out on that. So any final thoughts on beer number one? Beer number one. I think about that. We used to do lots of beers and we used to number them, didn't we? But yeah. Beer number one is there. I think it's fantastic. Mm. Really easy drinking, I packed agree. full of flavour. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's miles better than I expected. I wasn't expecting it to be, you know, bad. I, I think you know, it'd be just like a nice, sessionable, quite maybe quite obvious kind of thing. But I think it's got, like I said, it's got so much packed into that. Yeah. Um, they actually, I'd probably go and pick up some of the other ones now. Does it say on the can what hops are in it? New Zealand's. It's probably. Have a look. Did it tell you? Nelson serving. Mm. Um, it's got that really nice sort of like vinous, dry finish to it. That I really like. Yeah, it just yeah. I think it's, I think it must be single. I think well, not necessarily single hot, but that's the main yeah. main hot. It's it anyway. delicious. And yeah, for a three point seven percent beer, definitely recommended. I would say. Yeah, go and yeah. get it. Nice brand as well. Mm. I think I'm going to save that for my uh, label. A few special my, my, sticker my, book. My sticker book. Yeah. The trapper keeper. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> right. What we got? What have you brought right. for us, Laura? So, I'm very excited by this. I have brought what I wanted to choose as my beer of the month last month, and I never got a chance to talk about it because we were too busy at the festival. Right, okay. But luckily I'd brought a can of it home with me. So this is from uh, Alvarado Street Brewery, which isn't one that I visited, but is one that was uh, pretty well represented um, in a lot of the bars we went to. Um, so yeah, they're from California. Um, it's... I picked it in the bar that I drank it in because it's called 
pie hard to pie harder and i was like i need to drink that and it's a lemon meringue pie beer wow um and i really hope it's as good as it was when i drank it there because the other can i only brought myself two cans back and the other one was not that great and i was like oh so i really hope this tastes as i remember it tasting in the bar um it's also i'm not quite sure how i'm going to do this because it says on the can that it's a nitro can shake and pour hard oh not near the equipment so i feel like there's pressure (laughs) pressure to do this do we pause Does and come anybody back? Else? I, think, I think that might be wise, just in case. That's no, all right. We'll, we'll we cock it up. Sorry, we'll do it. We'll we'll, we'll just do it. Be right. I, I no, no, no! Don't how, shake it. Do, it do you have to shake, shake it? It says shake and pour hard. Oh, oh no! So we're gonna have to split Bruce it. Willis did did shake and pour hard. Did not think this through. Did yeah, you? No, I didn't. I'm really sorry. Well, I'm gonna shake your glass out because we ain't got. I'm gonna shake the beer. <laughs> Go on then. Oh well, no. Right. I actually think we should. Step away from okay. this beautiful microphone okay. for a moment. Right, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> We're back, and I'm only a little bit covered in beer. We made it. We've all got plenty in the glass, Oof, and it has wow, made wow, a really wow, nice wow. meringue top. Smell that. It has, yeah. So when I drank this, it was like, we have a lot of pastry-inspired beers to try over here, and I'm always just a bit like... It's nice, but it's not really doing it. It doesn't really taste like a proper mm. pastry. Whereas this, when I drank it, I was just like, yep, it's zesty, it's singy, it's smooth, mm. it's sweet, but it's not too much of anything. Like I think a lot of the pastry beers we get here are really lactose heavy and yeah. you can taste that that's what it is. Whereas I haven't tried it from the can yet, but when I had it in the bar, it was just like, yes, that tastes like a pie. Yeah, it, just, it tastes wow. like... Wow, yeah, I'm getting a lot of... A lot of the lemon meringue, yeah. Yep. Oh no, it's it's just as good. Lemon meringue reminds me of school school dinners a bit. Like it's just one of them desserts you used to get with big wedge of like set lemon, with like the kind of crusty pastry, and then like that sort of hard meringue on top. Yeah. And that just tastes like that to me. So yeah, sorry everyone that I've put a beer on that you will possibly never be able to buy in the UK, but <laughs> I wanted to have a little bit of an opportunity no, no. to talk about it, and I thought nice uh, to have an excuse to share it as well. Yeah, it's good. Mm. But I, I don't think I've ever had a beer like it. Like obviously, there's the Buxton Omnipolo. They've done a lemon one, I think, yeah, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, I, I think Siren have done a lemon meringue kind they of. They did a lemon cello. They're sort of similar thing, yeah. ish. But I've never had a beer that tastes quite so much like a meringue. Yeah, that's quite nice actually. Like, no, it's good. I, I, yeah, I'm. I don't kind of gravitate towards like pastry stouts and pastry kind of dessert inspired beers at all, but that's on the right side of like it's just tartness. Got the right balance of everything hasn't yeah. it um i was just thinking actually just made me think about we've we've just gone for two light beers and we are getting in well into um into the um into the dark months so i did actually put a post out on twitter a few weeks ago maybe last week actually i was going to try and find it now um just asking people if they've moved over to dark beers yet um i never really move well, away from them that was one of the options. Oh, I picked <laughs> that one. There you go. So it came in at yes, 27%. Not yet, 12%. Never, 7%. So some people never go in there. And then 54% dark beers all around. So, And I, just, wow. I think it was just more that I found at the time. I was starting to really crave dark beers. And I don't generally go for them. It's not that I dislike them. I just, I'd much rather like a more like thirst-quenching 
pale beer. But like the last couple of weeks, I've really kind of. I will say, like, I do drink dark beers all year round, but I would probably mainly go for one at the end of a night normally. Yeah. Whereas once it gets dark, you know, if there's like a 4% porter in, on cask in a pub that I'm in, I'll mm. be like, yes, I want that immediately. Yeah. Rather than waiting to drink would it, it be strong? On. Would it be strong though? Would you go strong? In... Not always, no. Just something. Yeah, because I quite like these sort of 45 to 5%, something yeah. like a big pint of it, like just something really sort of satisfying and smooth but with a yeah. nice hop hoppiness to it had my first titanic plum porter of the year yesterday which is an old favorite of mine and i have yeah. a very fond little nostalgia spot for it but it tasted really good it was in the university arms on keg it tasted great yeah. i think they've grown permanently there i've got a feeling oh so if anybody's into that i can't see where your uh, viewers and listeners are coming from because there is something to be said i think about when it gets to winter and it's nice and dark, get getting to the pub and yeah. maybe getting some hot food with it, a nice dark, yeah. strong beer, get really yeah. kind of makes you feel cosy, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm very excited for um, not this coming weekend, weekend after I have got my ticket for Tourside Smokefest. Mm, Don't know if I've ever mentioned before that I'm quite a Tourside fan. <laughs> Um, so it's the smoke thing for me. Yeah, it's just, it's, I like but, a smoke beer, but I don't know if I could have. <laughs> but the lineup looks absolutely incredible. I think they've got over twenty beers on, mm. all smoked in some way. But it ranges from lagers to imperial stouts to fruited beers. Like there's a absolutely huge range. Like if you don't like smoky beers, it's not the day out for you. No. But it's not like you've got a whole bar full of things that taste the same. No. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a really interesting concept. Obviously, it's a bit niche, but the Saturday's sold out. All right. Which is, is amazing. That a, is that their brewery, then? It is, yeah. So, so I think there's still tickets New for the Sunday at time of speaking. Mm. Yeah, New Mills. So what weekend is that again, sorry? 9th and 10th of November. So next so week. Just after um, Bonfire Night. Are you doing Salford Beer Festival? I am. Okay. I'll be heading over there on Thursday, ah. uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Um It'll be quite a fleeting visit with it being a, a Thursday night and last trains back from Manchester yeah. being fairly terrible. But I'm really looking forward to it. Well, I've got no plans great. on Thursday. <laughs> well, I think there might still be tickets. Um, yeah, it's a great festival because if you take a look at the beer list, it's kind of the unsung heroes of the beer world, I reckon. Um, you can pretty much guarantee that all the beers that are on will be, you know, yeah. top-notch. Um, but something new to discover i found a new brewery to like every year um this year i'm excited to try a thirst class ale okay yeah um the gym bumped into uh their brewer's birthday night out a few weeks ago right. i was having a chat to them um and they seem like really lovely people and the beers that they've got on sound really interesting so i'm looking mm. forward to trying them Are they a manchester brewery i think they're stockport, stockport. Uh, so yeah, just slightly yeah, outside yeah. um but yeah i was having a bit of a chat to them and I do think when it comes to smaller breweries, the Pennines really seem to get in the way. <laughs> Obviously, you know, the, the big breweries, like, you know, yeah, Cloudwater and that kind of, you know, mm. track and the breweries that you hear a lot about are everywhere, whereas the kind of, the ones that go mm. a little bit more, you know, that don't, yeah. that aren't quite so hyped, you just don't seem to see, even though we're, what, yeah. 30 miles away? Yeah, literally, which is, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there is a few small so. kind of Manchester breweries you just don't yeah. see. Yeah. Almost like run, run, it, run away. Yeah, I love Manchester. run away. Yeah. A, a alphabet. Yeah. Um, 
shindigger a bit squawk squawk yeah they make some really good beers beer nouveau yeah um and yeah they're all so close and i'm i'm fairly sure they all like going further west Mm. are probably a bit more well known but just seems that those pesky hills are just yeah that's why that's why Torside is sat right in the middle so they can kind of send things from the yeah either side yeah um so yeah you you want did you want to have a chat about what you did when you were in America then. Oh, well, yeah, we in had a great time. We pre- we pretty much, we beered our way through, I reckon, 10 of the 12 days of the holiday. We had one very touristy day where we went to Alcatraz, which was great. And we had a wine day as well, which was really nice. Good day off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First time I've ever visited a vineyard day. Yeah. Uh, so that was really interesting. Um, that was Rodney Strong Vineyard, it was called, mm-hmm. uh, on the way up to Healdsburg. Uh, it was lovely. Did a few uh, fantastic broad trips. We went around the new uh, Russian River facility in Windsor, which is just mind-boggling. Yeah. Huge, absolutely pristine. Like It was built with the visitor experience being as important as the beer. Oh, right. So there's things like on the tour, you kind of walk down a single corridor and can see into all the different bits of the brewing process all the tanks are kind of sunk down under the floor that you can see as a tourist so mm. you walk through and you know the staff there were amazing really great at explaining everything and the brewers are underneath the floor that you can see and they have no walls in between so they all can right. just wander around freely doing whatever the beer needs but out of the way of praying eyes yeah. well, um, nice, yeah. it was fantastic and they had a cool sh- an actual cool ship shrine right. behind this right. mysterious wooden door and yeah, it was just like the whole of the level 22 we've got here. I think that might be the next step then, people standing out in brewing, just like having that, enhancing the experience yeah. and I think making it more would a be thing of the. Great to see more breweries being able to do that, but it does be. rely on having quite a lot of space, mm. which is just something that there is more of in America, I suppose, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. But yeah, I think we, we went to Russian River, we went to some of the. Um, the other more kind of the breweries that you've heard of over here, like Cellar Maker, I think get quite a lot of really good press over here. And Twenty um, First uh, Amendment, that's really well renowned uh, brewery as well. Uh, but we kind of preferred the ones that we'd never heard of that were teeny tiny. Um, my favourite was called Fog Belt. They had beers named after trees. They were lovely. We did go to Almanac, which we've had. They were really surprised that. We were familiar with their beers. I think okay. Brewdog imported some of their sours a few years ago, their Farm to Barrel series. Um, but they're not just a sour brewery. They do all sorts of stuff. Their IPAs were fantastic. Mm. Um, I do feel a little bit like drinking IPAs on the West Coast has possibly ruined <laughs> UK West Coast IPAs uh, right. forever for me. But <laughs> no, we try. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so small breweries there, is that small or is that oh, small yeah, in comparison because the, the the craft brewery scene over there is, seems to be much yeah no there were loads that were absolutely bigger, tiny yeah. i think because the kind of sales distribution model is so different in america um i'm absolutely not pretending to be an expert on it but it can be easier i think for a bar to have a little brewery in it and make its own beer than it can be to try mm-hmm. and get beer from elsewhere so there are quite a lot that that literally just make beer for themselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some fantastic beers. Lots of, yeah, West Coast IPAs and fruit sours I drank a lot of. <laughs> I had one dark beer the whole time I was there. 
That's interesting. But it was like 27 degrees. So yeah. I know I just said I drink dark beers all year round, but... <laughs> yeah. Not when you're in there. Not when you're in there. But yeah, I'd recommend... Um, we, we stayed in San Francisco for a few days, which was good. Um, but I did probably did prefer... We stayed in Santa Rosa, which is two hours north, which, as I say, at the moment is... Um, undergoing quite a bit of distress with the wildfires but generally seemed like a really lovely town really welcoming easy to get to because you just get a bus from san francisco um and a really nice uh beer scene um as well as all the wineries that are around so yeah would would uh, recommend as a beery travel destination for sure well like i said i've just literally literally landed from spain today it's not very good for drinking down there you need to i think you really need to be staying in your barcelona's and your uh Basque kind of region but um, it was interesting I did find I didn't even know about that um, the um, San Miguel Mahu company took 90% of founders in the summer um, founders of brewing so yeah I looked it up it happened back end of um, August so now you can get like a session IPA in all the supermarkets um, which is like four and a half percent which I'm pretty sure is probably just all day IPA or something like that yeah but you, 70 cents you know what I mean it's founders have uh, been very firmly put aren't they I think they were already in the bad books a little bit weren't they but uh, yeah I think they already had some their um, their behaviour towards their staff has been yeah. uh, quite out in the open over the past couple of weeks interesting um, and I know there's uh, quite a lot of call to action from a lot of the beer community to not drink founders at the moment mm, so you're drinking san miguel now anyway so yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just an interesting thing we all talk about how it's happening over here but just yeah you know take take the the take founders out of it as a brewery but it's interesting that a spanish brewery have gone taken over like yeah. an american brewery and then it's just gone straight into supermarkets yeah in like so that's the, a in massive the, in the, deal as well isn't it yeah. like founders are a yeah quite it's a, still got the founders um kind of their logo and stuff on the back so it's not yeah. like they've just wiped it out it, re- it recognises it's like a founder's um, beer um, but just something a bit different because you know you don't get very good beer in sort of South Spain and um, you just have to I, I, I tend to just commit to to your macro lager which I don't think is that bad I think the Spanish ones are terrible I think you can kind of I think the sun kind of just makes it taste a bit better but it would be nice just to buy like eight cans of that to mix mix in with the the lagers yeah, and um, yeah, just because usually they're a bit hit and miss. Any craft beers that are down there just taste home like home brew and like unless you're getting some like garage or something up up, up north. And, yeah, but yeah, just interesting to see. I put a picture on um, on on Twitter. Nice snazzy cans. They're really, you know, they're really understood. Well, they think they've understood the market. You know, something yeah. very stands out like a, like a sore thumb on the on the uh, on the shelves. And yeah, like I said, you're getting it for a three thirty can for less than. For like sixty pence, essentially, which is crazy, really, isn't it? It's very cheap. <laughs> <laughs> My hands are really sticky from that um, pie hard to pie harder. So, any final thoughts on that beer? Anyway, do we go? What do you think? It's something having, you t- having just finished the glass. I must say, it got very quaffable as it went on. I think I was hit by the uh, kind of stinginess of the lemon at first, mm. but I must say that that is honestly one of the best kind of dessert beers mm. i've had well, i don't think it gets sickly either no it's not i don't i wouldn't say it was sweet really much at all really Cause i think it's so lemony mm. that any sort of sweetness just feels like 
Yeah. Like, so quite, it, soft, it softens the sweetness, sharpens up the sweetness, whichever way yeah. around you do it, you know what I'm saying? I'm really happy it tasted like I Remember. thought it tasted when I was in the trap. No, it wasn't the Trappist. It was a bar called Beer Revolution that I drank this in, which is in Oakland, right. um, just across the bay from San Francisco. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, they were great in there. They had some nice dogs that you could play with in the bar <laughs> as well which is uh, always something i enjoy mm-hmm. um and yeah alvarado street had quite a few of their beers and we're all really uh, on the mark so don't think they currently export but definitely want to look out oh, yeah, for if, you, yeah, um, we'll, if you're ever over there we'll put a picture on the on the when we release on the thingy you notes know, so you can have a look at it uh, yeah um so next month well, we mentioned it at the festival. I think we had about eight minutes of rambling on at the end of the last episode about us not having somewhere to um, record <laughs> next month. And uh, I should have probably edited it out. So apologies for that last eight minutes of us talking about nothing to do with it <laughs> whatsoever. But it was it was at the end of the night. And a yeah, bit of a behind-the-scenes thing. We did quite well with that um, podcast because that wasn't recorded in chronological order. <laughs> so it's, uh, we're, we're, even though we'd had some drinks, we had to be kind of mindful of which bits were recorded. Yeah. So, yeah. And then it got Trade spliced. secrets. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, next month, on the back of that, um, we are going to be recording at Industry Tap. Um, it'll be kind of slightly more mid-month again because we've we kind of knocked ourselves out of out of a out of a, out of time with uh, the the festival being mid-month and then this being at the end of the right, month, start of the month. October, so yeah. we've kind of moved two weeks, but I think that'll probably sort itself out again probably around Christmas and then um, uh, Christmas crawl. Some need organising. Um, and then back in the new year, we will still be looking for some some venues to come. So if you are a venue and you want us to come and see you and have a chat, you know, just to just to host us generally, get in touch because we have got an empty diary, haven't we? So yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye.